Welcome to the Jubilee Plus podcast. Welcome back to the Jubilee Plus podcast, episode three. I'm Abby Thomas and I'm podcasting throughout the day from the Jubilee Plus conference, bringing you some extra content from the fantastic contributors we've got here. And I'm joined now by Rachel Wilson from Jubilee Plus. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> thank you so much. It's great to meet you. We've like exchanged quite a lot of emails over the last few weeks. So it's been so lovely last night to bump into you and there. Uh, Put a face to a name. Yep, a face to an email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> face to an email. So you're the Jubilee Plus communications officer, but you're also an author and a speaker. Uh, you've written a book called The Life You Never Expected, Learning to Thrive While Parenting Children with Special Needs. Where are you at at the moment in, in what you think God is saying to the church and what you think you know God's been saying to you about your passions and the things that you're interested in? Yeah, so for me, when we had children with special needs and it felt like, to some extent, life had been hijacked by something that I'd never even considered about before, it was quite challenging because I felt like God had given me um, a vision for people living in poverty and I thought that's what my whole life was going to be about. And actually, parenting children with special needs felt like a real detour from that. But over the last couple of years, it's been really exciting because I've realised the amount of overlap that if we think about the vulnerable, um, that actually my children overlap in many, many ways with people experiencing poverty. And if we want to build churches uh, that welcome people with special needs, we're probably also going to be building churches that welcome people with lived experience of poverty or people who have been marginalised in some way. And so it's, it's been quite exciting the last couple of years because I've gone from a position of feeling like, Ah, oh, this was a complete detour and completely irrelevant to the vision God gave me maybe as a teenager to thinking, ah, oh, this is a good story that he's writing and this is a good plan um, and it's a good vision for the church as well to be welcoming to all. And your seminar today is called Limited Leader, Limitless God. How's that played out in your life? Yeah, it's really rare to be given a seminar title, isn't it, that you actually feel qualified to speak on. <laughs> I'm excited about it. It sounds brilliant. I read the write-up. I was like, I'm going to do my utmost to be there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this has probably been my life story for the last, um, certainly the last 12 years, about experiencing limitations. And, um, and so I'm really excited to be speaking about it because I think everybody, to some extent, um, is often living in a bit of a plan B where they think gosh this wasn't what I expected from life and now I've got to adapt and things so we're all facing limitations and I think I'll say in a seminar I think actually probably like 80% of those limitations are just by being limited humans and that's part of God's good design for us but sometimes it's almost as if God gives us that extra 20% where um, we can feel like gosh this is really mysterious what are you trying to achieve in this and uh, I think I'm at a nice point in this in in our family story where I'm just getting little glimpses and it is only little glimpses of perhaps what he's doing and perhaps what he's building um, and that's a really exciting place to be actually so I'm really looking forward to sharing on it and I know everyone in the room will come with their very unique stories as well but I'm hoping there's some principles that will overlap. Mm. And what do you think the number one calling for churches in the UK is at the moment thinking about the winter we're facing ahead and I think it is about being building community that is welcoming to all and not just building social action that's welcoming to all. Um, 
it's very easy for us to have social action wings of the church uh, but that's no good if there's no bridge into long-term community and long-term belonging um, so I think that's the challenge for us particularly this winter is not just to reach out but also to create bridges into long-term community hmm. and have you seen that at work where you are yeah, so my situation, I'm based in Eastbourne, Kingchurch Eastbourne, and actually we don't run projects in-house, so we partner with other projects. Uh, we're just, this winter's a bit new for us because we're just starting to open two warm banks, and that's quite exciting because for the first time we will actually be uh, having a bridge in um, straight into church life, and um actually having people in our building in properties that we own uh, and so that that would be really exciting I mean having said that actually I think social action although it's not we don't run individual projects it's very much within the DNA of believers where I am so we have a lot of people coming through with ex-addiction problems or current addiction problems um, and those people often come through our toddler groups as well so sometimes the things that we don't actually label as social action um, are a good bridge in as well and what, what is a warm bank? How does a warm bank work? So our warm banks are places that people can come, have a warm drink, um, come and find community, board games. Um, the heating's on, but there's also plug points that are available to charge devices. Mm. Uh, so it's somewhere just, it's somewhere where you, if you can't afford to keep the heating on at home during the daytime, you can come and not only find a warm place to sit, but hopefully find a smiling face and, uh, and, and somewhere to belong as well. Mm. So for your final question, Rachel, you have a choice. Do you want a ridiculous question, a serious question, or a personal question? Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go personal. Oh, brilliant, good. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna just pick one out at random. Yeah, I'll pick one out at random. Okay, Rachel Wilson, when did you last cry? Oh gosh, day before yesterday? I reckon maybe yesterday. I'm a regular You're crier. A good crier. <laughs> to be honest, it's surprising I haven't cried yet this morning. <laughs> what made you cry? Can you tell me that? Oh, do you know what? I think it might have been something as sad as I was trying to do something on Instagram for the conference. <laughs> and it, I got so frustrated with my own inability to make technology work for me. So it's really not noble, is it, to That's... cry about Instagram? No, it is because you're you keep your, your feelings out there it's better than bottling it all up isn't it do you reckon yeah 100 i'll tell my husband that so you've definitely got to feel the love for rachel today uh, if you're listening to this on the day of the conference share her post <laughs> if there is anything on instagram worthy worthy of being shared do share You'd like it yeah can you share on instagram you could add it to your story you can add it to your story there you go i've come off all social media even though i work in communications i've come off all social media that sounds like a very wise decision <laughs> yeah rachel wilson thank you so much for your time today and i can't wait to uh, hear your seminar whether i hear it today or can we hear seminars after the conference yeah so they're all being recorded so you can find audio recordings that i think will be released in about a month's time brilliant well if i don't get to hear it today i'm looking forward to hearing it then and i hope the conference goes really really well thanks abby great to meet you Shelter of-